continuation of the acts of Yeshua's emissaries, the Shalakim. Acts chapter 26. This is part six. As we mine into God's word, God gives us those precious jewels so we'll know them and live by them. Today we'll be beginning in the latter portion, which is verse number 19. Rav Shaul is now standing before Herod Agrippa, his wife, who, who happens to be also his sister, Bernice, and he's standing before Festus here. And he's given this occasion not only to defend himself, but also to testify of the hope that is in him. So we continue in verse number 19. So King Agrippa, I did not disobey the vision from heaven. On the contrary, I announced first in Damascus, then in Jerusalem, and throughout, throughout Yehuda, and also to the Gentiles, that they should turn from their sins to God and then do deeds, do deeds consistent with repentance. And what is that? Teshuva. It was because of these things that Jews, and I stress right here, unbelieving Jews, that Yeshua is the Messiah, seized me in the temple and tried to kill me. However, I have had God's help so that to this day I'm standing testifying to both small and great, saying nothing but what both the prophets and Moshe, Moses, said would happen, that the Messiah would die, and that is as he was first to rise from the dead and would proclaim light to both the people, that is all Jewish people, and to the Gentiles. So now as we dig here a little deeper, we see here that he says it was because of these Jews who seized me. He speaks to this, recognizing that at one time he also had a veil over his eyes. Did he not take letters from the head koinim many years earlier and went to Damascus there underneath the authority of the religious leader of the nation of Israel? to catch anyone who was being misled by his determination, his own opinion, a false prophet who was Yeshua himself. And as we've gone through this portion of scripture here, prior in chapter 26, we see that this very false prophet that Rav Shaul believed him to be that was leading the people astray, because we are warned in the Tanakh that if anyone comes to you to lead you astray, that that person was what? To be called out and be put to death. So Rav Shaul in his zeal was doing this. He truly believed that anyone who is following after this way to Abba, Father God, through Yeshua was being misled. And he thought that possibly by getting these letters, going to the foreign country here in Damascus, which is present-day Syria, the city still exists today, 
that he had power and authority there to bring them back into the fold. And if they lost their lives over it, so be it. Was he not God's champion? And so these are all the things that are being led out before both King Agrippa, whose own mother is Jewish, and Bernice, who has the same mother as King Agrippa, this insensuous, uh, ungodly covenant of man and wife. But Rav Shul doesn't point the finger towards that. He knows that the Ruach is doing the work of convicting to bring forth true fruits of repentance, true fruits of Teshuvah. And so then, in verse 22 and 23, he says this, Rav Shaul, I stand saying nothing but what the prophets and Moshe said would happen. He's giving now example of someone else who also spoke to come fulfill the prophets. And who was that person? That person was Yeshua himself. And Yeshua said the same thing. Let us now turn to Luke chapter 24. See, God's word is built upon his word. They're interlined, they're interconnected as puzzle pieces. For us to fully understand the full counsel of God, we need to hear from God's greatest prophet who ever lived, him being Yeshua himself. So here we are in Luke chapter 24. And this is during the season of the Passover. But the next day, while they were still very early, they took spices that they had prepared and they went to the tomb. And they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. And entering it, they discovered that the body of the Lord Yeshua was now gone. They were standing there not knowing what to think about it. Then suddenly two men in dazzling bright clothing stood next to them. Terror-stricken, they bowed down their faces to the ground. The two men said to them, Why are you looking for the living among the dead? He is not here. He has been raised. Remember how he had told you that while he was still in Galilee, Galilee, the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be executed on a stake as a criminal, but on the third day be raised again. Then they remembered his words. And after returning from the tomb, they told everyone to the eleven and to all the rest. The women who had told the emissaries these things were Miriam of Magdala, Johanna, Miriam, the mother of Yaakov, James, and the others in their circle. But the emissaries didn't believe them. Did you hear that? They did not believe what Yeshua and the prophets of old had prophesied. They chose not to believe. Continuing here. But the emissaries did not believe. In fact, they thought that what they said was utter nonsense. Wait a second. Aren't these the 11 survivors who spent more than three years with Yeshua 24-7? Are these not the ones that the baton is to be passed to? To build the kingdom of God? And they see this as utter nonsense? Let's continue. 
However, Kepha, Peter, got up and ran to the tomb. Stooping down, he saw only the burial clothes and went home wondering what had happened. That same day, two of them were going down towards a village about seven miles from Jerusalem called Emmaus. And they were talking with each other about all the things that had happened. And as they talked and discussed, Yeshua himself came up and walked along with them. But something kept them from recognizing him. He asked them, what are you talking about with each other as you walk along? They stopped short and their faces now downcast. And one of them's name, Cleopas, answered him, Are you the only person staying in Jerusalem that doesn't know the things that have been going on there for the last few days? What things, he asked them. They said to him, The things about Yeshua from Nazareth. He was a prophet and proved it by things that he did and said before God and all the people. Our head koinim and our leaders handed him over so that he could be sentenced to death and executed on a stake as a criminal. And we had hoped that he would be one to liberate Israel. Besides, all that day is a third day since these things have happened. And this morning, some of the women astounded us. They were in the tomb early, and they couldn't find his body, so they came back. But they also reported that they had seen a vision of angels who say he's alive. Some of our friends went to the tomb and found it exactly as a woman had said, but they didn't see him. He said to them, foolish people, Yeshua is rebuking them. So unwilling to put your trust in everything that the prophets spoke. Now, is he speaking of the prophets in the New Testament? No. Why? Because the Brit Hadeshah, the New Testament, has not even been written yet. Let's continue. Didn't the Messiah have to die like this before entering his glory? Then starting with Moshe, Moses, and all the prophets, he exclaimed to them the things that can be found throughout the Tanakh concerning him. Continuing. They approached the village where they were going, and he made, he made as if he was going on further. But they held him back, saying, Stay with us, for it's almost evening. It's getting dark. So he went to stay with them, and as... He was reclining with them at the table. He took the matzah and made the bracha and broke it. Remember, this is a season of unleavened bread. And he handed it to them. And their eyes were opened. And they recognized him. But he became invisible to them. And they said to each other, Didn't our hearts burn inside us as we spoke, as he spoke to us on the road? And opening up the Tanakh to us, they got up at once and returned to Jerusalem. They found the eleven gathered together with their friends, saying, It's true, the Lord has risen. 
and Shimon saw him. Then the two told of what happened on the road and how they had become known to them in the breaking of the matzah. Think about that. So, how do we reach Jewish people who do not know Messiah? Do we quote Matthew through Revelation to them? Absolutely not. Why? Because they don't recognize it as the word of God. So, what were some of the verses that Yeshua shared with them? Today, I will be sharing these verses with you. I don't expect you to write any of these verses down for those who are present in the service today or those who are listening online and also those who are listening on the podcast. Simply listen to the podcast. I will not be able to repeat the verses and the name of the books for us today. But it's very, very important that we know how to share the good news to a non-believing Jewish person by using only the book they recognize, both the Torah and the prophets. And you may be saying to me, well, Rabbi Frank, is not the Brit Hadashah promised? Absolutely. It has been promised through another prophet of the Tanakh, and it's found in Jeremiah 30. 31, 31, 31. And this is what it says there. Here the days are coming, says Adonai, when I will make a new covenant. That is the Brit Hadashah with the house of Israel and with the house of Yehuda, which is Judah. I will, it will not be like the covenant I made with their fathers on the day I took them by the hand and brought them out of the land of Egypt because for their part, they violated my covenant, even though for my part I was a husband to them, says Adonai. For this covenant I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says Adonai. I will put my Torah within them and write it on their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people. No longer any of them will teach his fellow community member or his brother. No Adonai. For all will know me from the least of them to the greatest, because I will forgive their weakness and remember their sins no more. And so now let us look at these scriptures from the Tanakh of what the prophets have foretold about Yeshua, the Messiah. Besides prophecies, there are incidents in the Tanakh which the function as a pictures in advance or types of Yeshua. What is known in Judaism as the Akedah, the binding, the near sacrifice of Yitzhak, that's Isaac by Avram, Abraham, is implicitly called a type of Yeshua, the Messiah, at Messianic, in the book of Messianic Jews, which is Hebrews chapter 11 through verses 17 through 19. The life of Yosef, Joseph provides another example. His brothers tried to kill him, but in the end, he saved them from death, even though they did not recognize him at first. 
This does not mean that Genesis 22 contains a prophecy that Yeshua would be raised from the dead or that Genesis 30, chapters 37 through 45 states that the Jewish people as a nation would be initially reject their Savior, their Messiah. Rather, it shows a God's salvation. His plan unfolding itself in history has a unity determined by him from the beginning to be consummated in Yeshua the Messiah. Indeed, Yeshua himself explained it this way to his two Talmudim. And think about what we just read in Luke chapter 24. By the grace and mercy of the Ruach HaKodesh did not allow Luke to write down those exact portions of Scripture. So here's a summary of some that may have been used. The topics here are the prophecy that the Messiah must. In Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, be the seed of a woman that would bruise the serpent's heel. The fulfillment of that in the Brit Hadishah is Galatians 4.4 and Yohanan 3.8. Continuing to be the seed of Abraham, Genesis 12.3. This is found in the book in Matthew, which is Matthew 1.1, Acts 3.25, Acts 18.18, Acts 22.18, and Galatians 3.16. Be also the seed of Yitzhak, that is Isaac. Where is that found in the Tanakh? That you would present before Jewish people who do not know the Messiah? Genesis 17.19 and Genesis chapter 21.12. The fulfillment of that is found in Matthew, Matthew 1, 2, 1, 2, and Luke 3.34. And also Messianic Jews, Hebrews, chapter 11, 17 through 19. So these are, are scriptures that you need to meditate on and memorize. Because there may become a time in the near future where we won't even have our Bibles on our phones or any, any type of electronic devices. Or we'll even have God's written word. Because God's word eventually to this world system, this one world government will be the, the greatest enemy. The greatest living enemy and representative of Messiah himself on the earth, the earth will be you and I. So we must be prepared. Continuing here, the Messiah must be the seed of Yaakov, that is Jacob, and the star out of Yaakov. This is found in Genesis 28, 14, fulfillment in Matthew, Matthew chapter 1, verse 2, and Luke 3, 34. He should be the star out of Yaakov. That's found in Numbers, Bemidbar 24, verses 17 and 19. Fulfillment in Nebrit Hadishah, Revelation 22, 16. And he will have dominion. He will also be a descendant of Yehuda Judah. Where is that found but in Genesis 49.10? Fulfillment in the Brit Hadishah, Matthew, chapter 1, verses 2 and 3, Luke 3.33, Messianic Jews, Hebrews 7.14. Be a descendant of David, he must be an heir to his throne. Found where? In 2 Samuel 7.12 through 13, Isaiah 9.6 and 7, Isaiah 11.1 through 5. Fulfillment? Also in Jeremiah 23, 5. Fulfillment in the Brit Hadashah is Matthew chapter 1, verse 1, and also verse 6. Acts eleven twenty three, Romans 1, 4. He is to have an external existence, 
Where found? In the, in the Tanakh, but Micah 5, 1 and 2. Fulfillment in Yohanan chapter uh, 11, and also fulfillment of chapter 14. Acts chapter 8, verse 58. Ephesians uh, verses 3 through 14. Colossians eleven fifteen through 19. Revelation 5, 11. To be the little son of God. And what's written on the mosque, on the temple mount, is that Allah has no son. But what does the word God say? He's to be the son of God, the Mashiach, the Messiah. Psalm 2.7 declares in the Tanakh. Proverbs 34 declares. But in the Brit Hadashah, the fulfillment, Matthew, Matthew 3.17 and Luke 1.32. The Messiah must have God's own name. The highlighted words, the Y, the H, the V, and the H. Adonai is to be applied to him also. He is an equal with God the Father even though God the Father has authority over the Son. The Son has given that authority to the Son. And when everything is consummated, everything on this earth is consummated, the new heavens, the new earth, the Lord dealing with sin and death, after all that's done, he'll give the authority back to the Father. Going forward, this is found in the Tanakh, Isaiah chapter 9, verses 5 and 6. Through seven. Also, Jeremiah 23, verses 5 and 6. Where's the fulfillment of this? In Romans 10, 9. Philippians 2, 9 through 11. Messiah must come at a specific time, namely 69 times seven years, 483 years after the rebuilding of the wall of Yerushalayim. This is in the book of Daniel, chapter 9, verses 24 through 26. See, he was appointed to be born at a certain time. Continuing here, fulfillment in Matthew 21, verse 1, and also verse 16 and 19. Also Luke 3, verse 1 and 23. He was to be born in Bethlehem, Bethlehem in Yehuda, Judah. Where is that found? In Micah, chapter 1, verse, chapter 5, verses 1 and 2. Fulfillment in Matthew 2, verse 1. Also Luke chapter 2, verses 4 through 7. Be born of a virgin, Isaiah 7, 14. Fulfillment in Matthew 1, 18 and also 2, 1. Also Luke chapter 1, verses 26 through 35. Be adorned by great persons. Where is that found? But in Psalm 72, verses 10 through 11. Fulfillment in Matthew chapter 2, Verses 1 through 11. To be preceded by one who would announce him. Where is that found? But Isaiah chapter 40, verses 3 through 5. Fulfillment in Matthew chapter 3, verses 1 through 3. To announce him. Malachi, verse 3, 1. Luke, fulfillment in Luke chapter 1, verses 17. And chapter 3, verses 2 through 26. Be anointed with the spirit of the living God. The Messiah must have this anointing upon him. Where is that found in Isaiah chapter 1 verse 2 and Isaiah 61 1. Also Psalm 45 verses 7 and 8. Fulfillment in Matthew 
3.16, Yohanan, John 3.34, and Acts 10.38. To be a prophet like Moshe himself, Moses himself. Deuteronomy chapter 18, verses 15 through 18. Fulfillment in Acts chapter 3, verse 20 through 22. Have a mystery of binding up the brokenhearted and proclaiming the liberty to the captives and announcing the acceptable year of the Lord. Isaiah chapter 61, verses 1 and 2. And Luke chapter 4, verses 18 and 19. Have a ministry of healing. Isaiah 35, verses 5 and 6. And Isaiah 42, 18. Fulfillment in Matthew chapter 1, verse 5. And throughout all the Gospels. Have a mystery, ministry in Galilee, Galilee found in Isaiah 8, 23. And also 9, verse 1 and 2. Fulfillment in Matthew 42, Matthew 4, verse 12 through 16. The Messiah must be tender and compassionate. Where is this found? But Isaiah chapter 40, verse 11, and Isaiah 42, 3. Fulfillment, Matthew 12, 15, and verse 20. Messianic Jews, chapter 4, verse 15. Be meek, Isaiah 42, 2. Fulfillment, Matthew 12, 15 through 19. Be sinless without guile, Isaiah 53, 9. Fulfillment, 1 Peter Kepha 2, 22. Bear the reproaches due to others, Isaiah 53, 12. Psalm 69, 10. Fulfillment in the Brit Hadashah, Romans 15, 3. Be a priest. Remember, he's not a son of Aaron. He is not a Levite, but he's from the tribe of Judah. But he's a priest under the order of Melchizedek. Psalm chapter 110, verse 4. Fulfillment, Messianic Jews, chapter 5, verses 5 and 6. Chapter 6, verse 20. And chapter 7, verse 15 through 17. Enter publicly into Jerusalem on a donkey. Zechariah 9.9. Fulfillment, Matthew 21, verses 1 through 11. Fulfillment, Mark chapter 11, verse 1 through 11. Enter the temple with authority. Haggai chapter 2, verse 7 through 9. And Malachi 3.1. Fulfillment, Matthew chapter 12, 21, verse 12 through Chapter 24, verse 1. Luke 2, 27 through 38, and also 45 through 50. Yohanan chapter 12, 2, verse 13 through 22. Be hated without cause. The Messiah must have this done to him. Isaiah chapter 49, verse 7, and Psalm 69, verses 5 and 4. Fulfillment, Yohanan, John, chapter 7, verse 48, and 15, chapter 15, verses 24 through 25. Be undesired and rejected by his own people. This must happen to Messiah. Isaiah 53, 2, and Isaiah 63, 3. Psalm 69, verses 8 and 9. Fulfillment in the Brit Hadashah, Mark 6, 3, Luke 9, 58. Yohanan chapter 1, verse 11, and Yohanan chapter 7, verses 3 through 5. Be rejected by the Jewish leadership. 
This must happen to the Messiah. Psalm 118, verse 22. Fulfillment in the Brit Hadishah. Matthew chapter 21, verse 42. Also, Yohanan 7, verse 48. Be plotted against by both Jews and Gentiles together. Psalm 2, verses 1 and 2. Fulfillment in Acts 4.27. Be betrayed by a friend. Psalm 41.9. Psalm 53.13 through 15. Fulfillment. Matthew 26 verses 21 through 25. Also 47 through 50. Yohanan chapter 13. 18 through 21. And Acts 1.16 through 18. Be sold. Messiah must be sold for 30 pieces of silver. Zechariah 1.12. Fulfillment, Matthew 26.15. Have his price given for a potter's field. Zechariah 11.13. Fulfillment, Matthew chapter 27, verse 7. Be forsaken by his own Talmudim. Remember as we read in Luke chapter 24? They thought it was utterly nonsense. So did they not all deny him? Absolutely. Where was this spoken of in Zechariah 13:7? Fulfillment, Matthew 26, verse 31 and 56. Be struck on the cheek, Micah chapter 4, 14. Fulfillment, Matthew 27:30. Be spat upon, Isaiah 56. Fulfillment, Matthew 26:67. And 2730. Be mocked. Psalm 2, verses 8 through 9. Fulfillment, Matthew 27, 31, and also verses 39 through 44, and 67 through 68. Be beaten. The Messiah must. Isaiah 56. Fulfillment, Matthew 26, 67, and also chapter 27, verse 26 and 30. And coming to a conclusion here, the Messiah must be executed by crucifixion, by having his hands and feet pierced. In the Tanakh, Psalm 22, 17, and also Zechariah 12, 10. Fulfillment, Matthew 27, 35, Luke 24, 39, Yohanan, John 19, 18 through 34, 37, and also Yohanan 20, 35, also Revelation chapter 1, verse 7. Be thirsty during his execution, Psalm twenty two sixteen. Fulfillment, Yohanan 9, 19, 28. Be given vinegar to quench that thirst, Psalms 69, verses 21 and 22. Fulfillment, Matthew 27, 34. Be executed without having a single bone broken, Exodus chapter 12, verse 46, Psalm 21, 31. Fulfillment, Yohanan, chapter 19, verses 33 through 36. Be considered as a transgressor, a one who's profaned the Torah. Isaiah 53, 12. Fulfillment, Matthew 27, 38. Be caught off, but not for himself, Messiah must. Daniel 9, 24 through 26. 
fulfillment, Matthew chapter 2, verse 1. Luke chapter 3, verse 1 and 23. Be the one whose death would atone for the sins of mankind. Isaiah 53, verses 5 through 7 and 12. Fulfillment, Mark chapter 10, verse 45. Yohanan chapter 1, verse 29. And also chapter 3, 16. Acts chapter 8, verses 30 through 35. Be buried with the rich when dead. Messiah must. Fulfillment or prophecy in Isaiah chapter 53, 9. Fulfillment, Matthew 27, 57 through 60. Be raised from the dead. Messiah must be raised from the dead. Isaiah 53, 9 and 10. Psalm 2 through 7. And also chapter 16, 10. Fulfillment, Matthew 28, verses 1 through 20. Acts chapter 2, verses 23 through 36. Acts chapter 13, verse 33 through 37. 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 4 through 6. A Messiah must ascend to the right hand of God. Psalm 1611. Psalm 16, 18 and 19. Psalm 110, 1. Fulfillment in the Brit Hadishah. Luke chapter 24. Acts chapter 1, verses 9 through 11. And also Acts chapter 7, verse 55. Fulfilled in Messianic Jews, chapter 1, verse 3. Hebrews, the book. Exercise the priestly office in heaven as no Jewish priest or Levite could be any of any of the other tribes, but only from the tribe of Judah. And so his priestly office that he intercedes for us daily, that's done in the heavens. This is found in Zechariah chapter 6, verse 13. Fulfillment in Romans chapter 8, verse 34. Messianic Jews chapter 7, verse 25. And and uh, Messianic Jews chapter 8, verse 2. Be the cornerstone of God's Messianic community, both Jews and Gentiles being one in Messiah. This is fulfilled in, or spoken in Isaiah chapter 28, verse 16. Psalm 118, 23 through 22 and verse 23. Fulfillment in Matthew chapter 21, verse 42. Ephesians 2, 20. And 1 Peter verse, chapter uh, 2, verses 5 through 7. Be sought after by Gentiles as well as Jews. Isaiah chapter 11, verse 10, and Isaiah chapter 42, 1. Fulfillment in Acts 10, 45. Be accepted by the Gentiles. Isaiah chapter 11, verse 10. Isaiah 42, 1 through 4. Isaiah 49, 1 through 12. Matthew, Matthew chapter 12, 21. And finally, Romans 15, 10. And so this was all these scriptures that potentially that Yeshua was rebuking his own Talmudim. And know this, that Herod Agrippa had to be familiar with the Tanakh also. So these, the evidence of this was also gripping his own soul. The spirit of living God wanted to bear witness of the truth of a transformed life. Because King Agrippa could look and talk to the high priest that was there once Rav Shaul received those letters to go and arrest those individuals. 
He could have looked into all this. Now let us go back to the scripture here as we continue here in verse number 24. But just as he'd reached this point in his defense, whose defense? Rob Shaul's defense. Festus shouted at the top of his voice, Shaul, you're out of your mind. So much learning is now driving you crazy. But Shaul said, no, I'm not crazy, Festus. Your excellency, on the contrary, I'm speaking words of truth and sanity. For the king understands these matters. So to him I express freely because I am sure that none of these things have been hidden from him. After all, they didn't happen in some back alley. King Agrippa, do you believe now in the prophets? I know you believe. Think about that. That's a word of knowledge. That Rav Shaul has received. And he's looking eyeball to eyeball with King Agrippa. And it's undeniable before him. He knows that this is the time, the opportunity for him to believe what the prophets of old have said. Or will this become utter nonsense to him? Let us continue. Agrippa said to Shaul, in the short time you're trying to convince me to become now messianic? Shaul replied, whether it takes a short time or a long time, I wish to God that not only you but also everyone hearing me today might become just like me except for these chains. Then the king got up and with him the governor, Festus and Bernice and the others sitting with them. And after they had left, they said to one another, this man is doing nothing that deserves either death or prison. And Agrippa said to Festus, if he hadn't appealed to the emperor, he could have been released. But that was not, no longer possible. Why? Because he appealed to the emperor. And did not Yeshua appear to Rav Shaul? in person and say to him, do not be afraid. Those who desire your life cannot take it because I'm about to send you to Rome to bear witness. Think about that time when Yeshua revealed to him that he would speak to the Gentiles, he'd speak to kings, he'd speak to princes, he'd speak to emperors to proclaim the good news of his transformed life. So think about this. All of us who have been transformed into the image and likeness of Messiah, this is an ongoing gift from God. This is what Rav Shaul was demonstrating before them, which was undeniable. He was no longer that same man that he once was. Just as you were not that same man or woman or child that you were in the past, God has transformed you for his glorious, glorious purposes, that we would proclaim the good news 
and not be ashamed. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Shabbat Shalom.